If you play basketball, high school, college, pros, NBA, overseas, then you probably had a, a goal for how many points you wanted to average, or at least you thought you could or should average per game. And that was fun achieving that goal or, or striving towards that goal. And for basketball training that this industry, uh, it can be similar. I mean, it's, it's basketball. We played it. Now we're we're coaching it. We're teaching it. We're developing players. But on the business side, you know, there, there can be similar numerical goals, number goals that we have that we strive towards and have the same fun doing it as we did as players. And uh, a couple of random thoughts right now. I've, I'm getting back into that mindset as, as we speak. Fridays are Finance Fridays, and there's there are a couple of metrics. So the fun thing about this is you are the only one that usually sees your numbers, right? Unless you have a relationship with a bank or an investor or maybe your spouse or somebody like that, but you see your numbers and, and nobody else. So we can flex as much as we want to in this basketball training space because the scoreboard is, is, is silent, is private, is invisible. But on the other side of it, it can be a personally fun game because if we have certain metrics that we strive towards. Like when we played in college, it was really important for us to have uh, a certain shooting percentage from the free throw line to have uh, to win the battle of the boards, to have less than 12 turnovers. We had certain metrics that if we hit those metrics, then we usually came out in the end winning the game. So I'm, I'm curious to know what your metrics are, but specifically one that just has been standing out for the last two or three weeks is the, operating capacity which is basically a fancy business way of saying you've got space for 12 people but you only have six people in there so you're operating at half capacity 50 percent capacity and so many businesses use this metric use use that kind of calculation and my question for you is do you know yours what is yours and and what i've gotten back to reading the atomic habits with james clear one thing he states is you know if you have fun following your process and executing do you think you'll still have a chance or chances are that you will still accomplish your goal? And his point there was not just having a goal mindset only and just focusing on that because you lose the fun. You can lose the fun or you give yourself, you don't give yourself permission to have fun in that moment while you're pursuing that process. You only have fun once you achieve that goal. And then it's like, once you achieve that goal, now what? So for us in in this game for the long term. It is fun, and I found some enjoyment in playing the game of what is the operating capacity. And, you know, in an odd way, the last two weeks, we've dropped our our uh, active trainees because, you know, obviously there's tryouts coming up, there's rec league coming up, there's church league coming up, there are all these things that are happening, uh, football and these winter sports, volleyball, and people say, ah, I need to cancel my or hold my subscription. And in the last two weeks, we've dropped 10%. There's been a 10% churn. So now I'm like, okay. My bad, got cut off by an alarm right there. But what, what I was saying is with this basketball trainer math, it can be fun to have those certain goals. Some of you might have a monetary goal, like there's certain revenue I want. There's certain profitability that I want. There's certain uh, capacity that I want. I want to have the gym full, the gym packed, which is kind of hard to do. And if you do have a packed gym every single session, then to me that says you might need to raise your prices just a little bit. So it is a fun game to 
to have those goals that you strive towards, those mini goals, those strategic goals before you get to the grand vision, the grand goal. And for me, that, that one thing that I've been just focusing on more than anything else is that operating capacity. And it changes for each gym. Like in some gyms, you might have six goals. Some gyms, you might have two goals. So it's like, yeah, you can have a lot of trainees in one session on one goal, but that sounds like it's going to be a lot of footwork and a lot of uh, passing and other skill work, which is great. But and when it comes to this tryouts, these tryouts, come on, like we know we all know that we are doing a disservice if we only focus on the skill enhancement workout rather than adding some game enhancement, some stuff where there's body on body and read and react necessary for for the trainees. So all that being said, when you have two goals versus one goal versus six goals, your operating capacity changes and that can change per gym, which makes it even more challenging and, and kind of fun for me being somebody who's never really liked spreadsheets to just loving spreadsheets now and seeing what is the capacity for this gym versus that gym and what are some ways that we can get these this gym full and have the number of trainees that we are supposed to have in this session and it kind of works in in both ways it can work for your good in either way so on one way in one way it gives you an honest look at how many well where you're at like you're operating at 50 percent capacity like you have space for 12 but you only have six maybe you're operating at something that's a little bit higher and or maybe you need to just decide like i'm not going to offer as many training sessions right now because the demand is just not right there we have too many hours in the gym made available with not enough trainees so you can save yourself some gym costs there or you can go towards the challenge of making sure that session is filled up either way like the data helps you make informed decisions is what i'm learning and i'm i'm encouraging you guys to find your 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 metric that you want to go after some that come to mind uh oh and last thing i'll say about that if you find out like let's say you have a hundred trainees in week one and then on week two you have 90 so that's a 10 percent churn right there so in week three you probably want to one first off make up for that churn and then add those trainees that you want uh as as you've set your goal so all that to say don't forget to add that plus like even in your calculator man just pull your calculator up and plus 10 percent plus whatever that churn percentage is um, and I can't tell you what the, how to calculate the turn right now <laughs> as I'm driving uh, and focusing on where I'm going. But it's something that you can just easily Google and figure out, like, how do I calculate my percentage decrease, right? And it's something close to, I'm about to shame myself, something close to, like, the uh, original number minus the new number and divide by the the original number or, or something along those lines. But when you find that turn out added on top of, the increase you want and what you have to make up for the churn. So uh, financial metrics you can consider, revenue, uh, everybody likes likes revenue, profit, what are you making after your expenses. Uh, speaking of, I told you guys I will update you on what it's like to hire people and it's great to have teammates, it's fun, but at the same time, you add to your expenses for sure and you have to make sure that you are offsetting that with enough trainees um, because it can, it can really cut into a lot of what you're doing or what you're making and, and account for up to, if you're paying yourself up to at least 50%, 40% of your, of your pay, which is, 
is not really good. So stuff I'm learning right now, um, either somebody's working too many hours, either we don't have as many trainees, either it's all of the above, but something to keep in mind, hiring it. There's a lot of it's a lot more work than what people will be willing to admit, especially for solopreneurs, freelancers, people like us, basketball trainers. But I'm glad to learn so I can share stuff with you guys because there are extra stuff that nobody talks about that you will not see coming, that will take your time, that will cost more money. And when you say 15 per hour, it's not just 15 per hour; it's taxes on top of that, and yada 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 yada. yada. But it's a great thing to have teammates. All that being said. Uh, and, and in closing, revenue, financial metrics we're talking about here. Revenue, net profit. What's what's your what do you make after the expenses? Uh, operating capacity. Are your classes full? And those are the top three ones I would say right now. Um, and there's a lot of other things you can create and make up. But I think those are the top ones that at least I, I care to share right now. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope it helps you out. And I'll see you guys. Uh, well, you'll hear me on the next one. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.